ask yourself, am I in influencer mindset or am I in CEO mindset? And this episode is how I went from influencer mindset to CEO mindset. I have a story and a message to help people out there to build a business, to build a legacy, to build their dream life in the online space to become a seven-figure business owner. But I want to take you through a journey of what I was like when I first began on social media and how you can reflect on yourself, on how you were, or maybe you are right now, on how you can change. Welcome to the queendom. Oh boy, this episode is happening. This episode is happening. Oh my God. I've been really inspired to do this and this will 100% trigger some of you guys right now. Yeah. And this episode is how I went from influencer mindset to CEO mindset, to boss mode, to seven-figure mindset. And I'm going to take you guys a few things that I believe is going to be really relevant for you guys when it comes to you reflecting on your own journey and how you can ask yourself, am I in influencer mindset or am I in CEO mindset? CEO mindset, guys, you have to understand is you are a business owner. And if you are classified as an influencer, that is all well and good. I'm not putting any negative words into people who are influencers. It's having the mindset of you seeing yourself as a CEO businesswoman as opposed to an influencer. And there is a bit of negative feedback when it comes to influencers. And I used to be called, oh, she's an influencer. She's an influencer. She poses on Instagram and that's it. And you know what? I get it because yes, for a very long time, I used to do that. I used to pose photos for attention. It wasn't had, well, one, I thought the only reason why I could make money was to pose these types of photos. Yet I realized and quickly learned that there was a hidden agenda behind why I was doing what I was doing. I wanted to be validated. I wanted to become famous. I wanted to put myself out there in a way that was seen in a completely different limelight. And the truth is I've always wanted to be yes on stage and yes, be well known. But the reason I want to be that right now is because I have a story and a message to help people out there to build a business, to build a legacy, to build their dream life in the online space, to become a seven-figure business owner. But I want to take you through a journey of what I was like when I first began on social media and how you can reflect on yourself, on how you were, or maybe you are right now, on how you can change. Instagram for me began in 2014. I actually remember I was in Thailand. No, I sorry, let me take that back. I remember I had Instagram very first time in 2011 and I was in Thailand, but I had literally just posted a photo of myself, my stomach <laughs> at the beach and I didn't know what the platform was. I didn't know anything about it. Prior to that, I was a dancer and actor. And so when you are a performer, you are there to entertain, you know, you are expressive, you put on a face, you put on a show. It's a way of connecting with the audience. It's a way of connecting with yourself. I get it. As a performer, I love to be on stage because it was what I was passionate about. What we had to do as a performer to be seen and to get the job, you know, it was merely how we were presented, whether we fit the part or fit the role. It wasn't about our CV, a little bit of your CV and the work you have done and what agency you were in, but it was, can she perform? Can she sing? Can she dance? Has she got talent? Has she got personality? 
and can she act and was she suitable for the role? And so this element sort of came across on social media for me and the things that I used to do for in I guess building a brand or building my my fitness business was putting myself out there in a way where I was wanting to be validated and wanting to be loved and picked. If I looked a certain way, people would want to work with me. People would want to hire me. People would want to have me as their fitness coach. And I was soon to learn quickly that in order for you to be a business owner, to be a CEO, you really had to do a lot of work in order to change the mindset of what an influencer is. So first things first, how I was at the start, number one, I was very heavily lazy. Just to be completely honest, I was very lazy. I was lazy with what I did. I didn't put in the work on building a business on in the online space. I, yes, created programs. And yes, I was really good at looking after my physique and body. But one big thing that I didn't do when I was building my business was do enough research. Research in my well, one, research in what I do as a coach, research in learning about techniques and important information, showcasing myself as an expert was something I never used to do. For me back then, it was purely, I will get people working with me based on how I looked. That's what I thought it had to be for me as a fitness coach. So that was the first thing I really learned back then. In order to get work, it was purely based on how you looked. And I didn't do enough work and research and upskilled myself in order to be really seen as an amazing fitness coach. And that was huge for me to admit. And I'm obviously sharing this with you right now because, you know, a lot of the times when anyone begins an online business, you know, you go and put yourself out there on social media and you're like, ta-da, here I am, work with me. I'm amazing. Look at me. And you wonder why people don't respond. And it's not to do with anything of you as a person. It's there needs to be a level of work. It's almost like you need to earn your stripes to be seen in the online space, but be consistent with research and doing the upskilling work in your field. And that was something I didn't do. And that was a very influencer mindset for myself. Queen, how often have you said, I spent my whole life studying, I've been to school my whole life, and I've actually learned nothing that teaches me the tools and strategies to build a successful business in the outside world. You've probably spent thousands of dollars on courses, or you've heard fake news from business gurus or you've gone to business school well i'm here to give this incredible news to everyone here right now that this is queen stream university get out of debt and actually start making money in the online space knowing and having the foundations to build a successful business now i'm talking because i have gone through the trenches i have been a fitness coach built my online business as a pro athlete and now i am a business coach you'll go from having absolutely no idea what your business is through in the eight weeks, learn the foundations of knowing what your purpose is, your vision and mission, and also understanding your business values with the execution to know what that business is. You'll also learn branding, social media, content strategy, marketing, and more importantly, how to sell. With Queenstream University, it'll cut out the bullshit and remove all the fluff and get you working specifically on your business so you can execute this in eight weeks to get ready to launch. Why I've created this Queenstream University, I wanted you to have something where you get to access something straight away, where you get to fast track your growth, as well as remove any doubt, any overwhelming sensation or stress 
or the question that everyone seems to ask, where do I begin? With Queenstream University, you'll be able to build wealth, freedom, and at the end of the day, be an entrepreneur and be able to say, I have finally built my own thing, my own business, and I've stopped making money for someone else, and I'm now making money for my own empire. Queen Stream University. Now, the second part of this as well, when it came to going from influencer mindset to CEO mindset, was I actually was very, very, very victim mentality. People think, oh, you must have always been sad. And victim mentality isn't that at all. If you look at the cause and effect, right, effect being the victim mentality, you would always blame and name and shame yourself and even others and compare yourself. And so... I used to always say to my partner at the time, you know, why am I not getting clients? Why, uh, you know, why are these people having so many, so many clients working for them and not me? So there was this huge level of comparison and victim mentality where I was constantly asking myself, why, 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 why is this not working for me? How often have you said that to yourself where you're saying, you know, why am I not getting enough leads and clients? Why are people not just jumping in and saying, yay, work with me? And that was a huge realization I had, you know, as an influencer mindset, I never really empowered myself enough. I spoke badly about myself. I was in low frequency in quite a lot of my early stages of fitness coaching. Um, And that's something that was really huge where the disempowering languages I was saying about myself, which obviously you would never be able to tell online, it was, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not smart enough. Yet I thought no one would be able to recognize that. No one would be able to read into that because of the facade and persona I would put on on my social media. So that was a very big thing for me to realize that there was a lot of victim mentality. And I remember my partner would always say to me, you know, you don't realize how amazing you are. And one day it's just going to, it's going to hit you and you're going to realize, I realized what I was like back then. It was really impatient. It was not really focusing on the bigger picture. I wanted everything now, 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 now. I was was impatient as f***. And I thought it would just happen, you know? One post here, two posts there, one program launch here, I would become a millionaire. And that's not the case. And so when you look at the opposite of a victim person and, and the growth mindset, you know, the cause and effects, so sorry, the effect being down here, the cause being the empowering state, the, the, the growth state, you know, they're the type of people who are focused on being an inspiration, focused on growth and focusing on the long game and the 1% each day being better. And that was something I remember was a huge shift for myself when I went from influencer to CEO mindset. It was understanding that the growth mindset was always about how can I be better? What have I learned from today? Being grateful for what I have done and what were my wins and reflection as well. Improving was huge because I remember for so many years, I thought once I get my certificate in a personal trainer, uh, that's all I have to do and learn. But that's not the case. I realized for so many years I hadn't upskilled for so long. So it was that growth mindset of going, what can I do more to really enhance my myself as a coach and be be the best version of myself? And that doesn't mean just physically, it's mentally too. And that brings me to my third point, which was how I spoke about how I was perceived on social media, you know, influencer versus CEO mindset. Back then I used to put myself 
and pretend that I was this positive, bubbly person, which I still am now. And as I said, you know, behind closed doors, I was quite sad. I put myself down all the time. I was so hard on myself. And you know what? Still to this day, I'm hard on myself, but from a completely different level, completely different self-awareness, right? And I realized then that when you are in influencer mindset, you have to pretend to be someone else. And that's not the case. I realized through the healing work I did and the realization I had and the self-awareness I had that I needed to show up more as myself and to be me. So going from influencer, it's really hard to say, by the way, influencer mindset to CEO mindset, I removed those masks that I wore and started to show up as me. And that took a lot of courage and bravery. And it's, it's scary because they're the parts of you you think no one's going to love, you know? The years of, I guess, wounds and programming and default, you think, how are people going to buy from me if I'm showing this side of my myself? And guess what? The more I became me online, the more I showed up as who I am as a person, as a business owner, as a CEO, the more people started to see me and connect with me and actually want to work with me. You know, I'm not a serious person. I'm I'm direct and I can be masculine and I'm very like do the job and support all my clients. But also behind that, that side of me, I'm nurturing, I'm kind, I'm quirky and weird. And I say that all the time, but I used to hide all of those parts because I didn't think people would accept me. I used to be called random Tam at school because I was weird and different. Yet now I've realized as CEO mindset, the person I am, weird and, and quirky, are the one percenters of the entrepreneurs out there that are actually making a difference in the world. And so moving into the CEO mindset, guys, it's really about being your brand authenticity. It's about being yourself. It's about understanding that in order for you to be successful in business, it's about upskilling, leveling up, having the growth mindset, doing the work physically and mentally, but also being unapologetically yourself in every single moment. Hey guys, real quick. Have you ever been stressed out or stuck on a problem you just can't seem to figure out and then a friend or a mentor comes along with like a fresh perspective and shows you a solution that completely changes the game for you? I'm smiling right now as I say this because I know I've had a ton of these moments while building my businesses and remembering back to all the people I have been helped by, which gets me so excited. So I want to pass on the information here and give you guys a favor to build this Queendom community. You know, whatever platform you are listening on, I encourage you to hit that subscribe button and tune in every Wednesday because you just never know when you'll hear that special something that completely changes the game for you. And when it happens, make sure you leave behind five stars so we know our efforts are making an impact. I love you guys. Let's get back into it. And the last thing I want to share you guys with that is showing up as yourself, as yourself through whatever is going on in your life. You know, I... I've had so many guest speakers who are so big on this and how they will do absolutely anything and everything to still be there for their clients, for their families, for their loved ones, to show up, to embrace hardships, regardless of what, what is going on. And when I was in that influencer mindset, the victim mindset, I used to switch off and, and not go on my phone or on social media or put in the work or create programs or study or learn because I just could not be f***ed. I was f***ing lazy. You know what? I'm going to give up today. I'm having a bad day. I'm having a bad mental health day. I'm not going to do anything. Being a CEO, being seven figures, being a business owner, 
yes, I understand there's going to be bad days, but it's about how can you do something that's going to be CEO, something that's going to change the world? How can you still be present for your clients, for your loved ones, for your partners, for others around you? And that is a huge shift I have noticed when it comes to remembering as well, when we fail, that is feedback. And a lot of people give up during failures. And I remember as an influencer back in the day, if I failed at something or something didn't get the most attraction or people didn't buy my program as much back then, I would see that as I was really a failure. And that was the worst feeling in the world. If I wasn't number one, I was a a loser. But I think I fail more now and I bring it on. I'm like, yes. I'm failing. That means there's something here for me to learn. It's feedback right now. And I cannot wait to see what I get to unravel from this mistake or mistakes that I have made in order for me to grow and be a better CEO and a better version of myself to teach someone this when they work with me. So big thing right now for you guys to remember that in order to be a CEO right now, it's taking huge level of responsibility taking radical action every single day, making decisions quickly, I believe, having that self-awareness, being hungry every single day for what you want so that you never stop. And most importantly, being kind, being true to you, being authentically you all in every single moment, every single day, and having the discipline and trust that it's all going to work out, that you are going to be that CEO, that business owner, that badass queen, And we all have it in us. We all have it. You've seen it in the moment, you know, those days where you're like, wow, how did I get through that? I was able to execute X, Y, and Z and it's 9 p.m. at night and I'm going to bed and I'm actually reflecting on my life and I'm going, I did it. And I have more of those moments every single day. And guys, I'm telling you now, it didn't take a day just to switch that off. You know, I'm still human And I think that's a big lesson there in itself as a CEO to say, I am human. I'm human as and I can have my moments. I can have my tantrums. My partner, Jordan, always says to me, I wonder what side I'm going to get of you today. And I joke about that with my clients all the time. But one thing I'm certain, and it's one thing I write down on my notes every day is how can I be a CEO today? What are the moves I'm going to make? If it's surrendering and looking after myself, how can that impact my clients and the people around me? And it takes practice. It takes reminding yourself. It takes hurdles. It takes challenges. It takes your team to hold the fault for you, your friends to call you out on your shit. It takes your partner to go, okay, you're being a little bit crazy right now and a little bit wah, 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 you're complaining to just always remember, am I CEO right now or am I being an influencer? And so the huge shift I have come to realize now is that more of you out there have the have the capacity, have the possibility, have, have everything possible to make this work for you. And maybe you need someone there like myself to support you through this shift because I've been through the shit and the shift is hard. <laughs> Believe me. But when you have a mentor, you have people in your corner, or you're in the vicinity of people doing great who are better than you that make you feel so determined, becoming a CEO becomes easier because you've got people there who are going to support you along the way. And I ask you this right now, is your move today as your as your first CEO move to book a call with me? Is your first CEO move right now to go, I'm going to look at what it would be like to work with Tam? Because I challenge you on that. 
I'm going to challenge you right now because right now, if you've been in that mindset of, you know, doing the work every now and then, being a little bit lazy, being a bit half-assed and you want to make that move as a CEO, the move right now for you is to look into what I can do for you as your business coach. 